listening to Pet Candy. Welcome to our new show, Obsessed, a show where we talk about whatever it is we're currently obsessed with. I'm Caitlin Palmer. I'm Clay. And we're Obsessed. obsessed. Well, hello, everybody. How are you doing today? <laughs> that was extremely Bob Ross. Very Bob Ross. That's how we're feeling today. That's what the show is about. It's about obsession. Here's a happy little tree, and there's another happy little tree. Perhaps Bob Ross was obsessed with trees. Who knows? It's a little weird to hear you say the word obsessed, like in a ASMR sort of way. Obsessed. I'm getting some real serial killer vibes. Because I'm obsessed with you. It's really happening. It's really happening. We're just going to have to throw this take on the trash with all the others. Oh, no. (laughs) Our poor trash pile. It's ever-growing. So this is our uh, first episode of Obsessed. It's off to a little bit of a rocky start. We like rock. Here we talk about whatever we're currently obsessed with. But today, starting off, I have a special news-breaking bulletin. Story. Mainly for people who love spiders. I love a spy. We love an arachnid. I don't really care about spiders, wow. but I like that this will skis somebody out. A, an entire new genus of tarantula was recently found. Hot balls, a whole genus? Yeah, in Thailand. So just a quick for not science nerds, uh, a genus is the next largest categorization uh, above species. So, for instance, like canis would be for dog. (laughs) Anus. Close. So that's like dogs and wolves and coyotes and jackals and all of that is a a genus. Right. right. So this spider was different enough that it got to be in its own genus. Um, And the reason why is because it lives specifically in bamboo. It doesn't interact with any other plant. Yeah, I don't know if any spiders... Tarantula or otherwise that have anything to do with bamboo. That's kind of weird. They basically crawl into holes made in the bamboo by other animals and build their nests there. And they've so far only been found in this one part of Thailand and are now Thailand's rarest tarantulas. So the name of the spider, uh, and there's no way I'm going to say any of these names correctly, is the Toxinus bambus. Makes sense. Yeah, it's named in honor of the Thai king, Toxin the Great. Oh, that's awful. Uh, and bamboo, of course. And the person who found him, the uh, YouTuber, is Jocho Sipawat. That's awesome. Yeah, I looked him up. He looks like he has a lot of fun doing what he does. He really does. <laughs> like, the, we're subscribing. That guy's really cool. That's incredible. And somebody just, probably just stumbled upon that. Yeah, some dude just found this whole last. Can you imagine? Like, I wouldn't even know that that wasn't already. I've probably discovered so many new things and then just been like, eh, somebody else has already claimed it. Bye. Uh, By a YouTuber, a wildlife YouTuber. Of course. Yeah, so (laughs) not even like a doctor or. Oh, no, someone who (laughs) studied their whole lives. Just some dude with a. Well, I mean, he's got a respectable. He's got 2.5 million subscribers, but not, you know, your. Dressed in khakis with a machete, hunting down the rarest bird kind of sort of dude. <laughs> not your not your typical Disney villain, is what right? Clay's yeah, not to a. Say. <laughs> well, you know, I'm fine with all clays, including that clay. Oh yeah, he was a clay as well. As a Clayton, I guess that's close enough. My brother calls you Clayton. Yeah, he does that because he hates me. 
he doesn't hate you. <laughs> Nobody hates you. Everybody loves you, especially me. You could even say I'm obsessed. Wow, great. <laughs> <laughs> We we just got away from all the audio poison and then sorry, you brought it back. Sorry. We'll be right back with more pet candy. Hey hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with Clay. That's why we have this show. So for anyone who doesn't know, Clay and I have been married for 13 years now. Right. We were each other's high school sweethearts. He's been interviewed on my other show, The Desk Winch Confessions, which is fantastic. You should definitely check that one out. But this is our endeavor together, our together endeavor, if you will, where we talk about just all kinds of cool shit. Certainly everybody goes through those uh, periods where they become just absolutely obsessed with one thing. Maybe they just found or just got into, whether it be a hobby or music or what have you. Uh, we decided to do a whole show about that. Because the possibilities are endless. So you're actually obsessed with something, and you would not tell me what I would it was. not. So I got to pick this week's subject. So we're going to take turns back and forth uh, picking subjects. So... Clay's will probably be things like farts and poop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yes, it's true. No, it's probably not. I'm more likely the one to make a poop joke, honestly. Let's be for real. But uh, I picked this week something that... I think a lot of people are obsessed with. You even keep the paper turned over like a high school teacher. (laughs) It's a secret. I'm obsessed, and it's a secret. But I'm not alone. Uh, this is a very incredibly popular thing. Tons and tons and tons of people. There's one in this room right now. I'm decked out in this thing. Any guesses? Scrubs? Cats. Ah! I'm wearing a cat scrub jacket. Now, hold on. You picked our first to- our first topic to be cats. I did. You're just going to make me look awesome next Shut week. Shut up. My topic is going to whip ass and you picked cats. Look, look, this is the first episode. It's the inaugural episode, and we want it to be something kind of easy, kind of fun. Do we? we can banter about it. Yes! <laughs> cats are incredibly interesting. Okay. Well, tell us all about cats, because I'm sure the listeners have never heard about cats. Cats are, for anybody who doesn't know, <laughs> literally the best. <laughs> Uh, little demons that little you keep demons. in your house that shit in a box. They do. They shit in a box. They're weird, weird reclusive roommates. They're pretty much good for nothing, but they're precious and they have toe beans. So anyway, in Allurophile is the definition of a person obsessed with cats, a cat fancier, a lover of cats. Hi, my name is Caitlin Palmer, and I am an Allurophile. Thank you, Wikipedia. Shut up, Clay. That was not Wikipedia. <laughs> and I have cited my sources, and I have used This all, is not a book report. I have used all reputable sources. <laughs> anyway, so according to the AVMA, there's over 31 million pet cats in the United States, and that's just the ones that are claimed. Like, think about how many ferals and strays and— There's an ass ton of feral cats. There is a metric There are more feral ton. cats than there are cats— in homes. Oh, for real. For sure. And then think about this is how many people have claimed their cats. You know, most people have more cats than they say they do. That's also fair. Yeah. Right. We're, we're one of those people. Sure. <laughs> no, we're not. Shh. 
<laughs> so, though technically dogs are the more popular pet, people who love their cats love their cats. Allegedly, cat people are smarter than dog people and tend to be more open-minded, introverted, and sensitive. And that's according to science.org. Yeah. It's true. So I feel like for us to really, truly appreciate the wonder that is cats, we need to go over a brief history of the cat. Clay, where did the cats originate? Well, from hell, we've covered this. They are furry right. demons. Yes, that correct, correct. Um, I'm guessing the fifth layer, but I'm actually not entirely sure. It's the fifth layer. It's the fifth layer okay. of hell. It is. It sure is. So cats will tell you that they were worshipped in ancient Egypt. But according to the History Channel, cats were not necessarily worshipped as gods themselves, but as the vessels that the gods chose to inhabit and whose likeness the gods chose to adopt. And that's a quote by my Monique Sidmore, a professor of anthropology at Deakin University. I guess if you were to pick a form, why not one that could lick its own crotch? <laughs> don't, don't even lie. If you could reach, you would. <laughs> And, you know, such such ones like Bastet and Sekhmet, they're, you know, the head of a lioness, the head of a cat. Right. They're beautiful. They have all these features that we all envy, and they're perfect. So, much like today, cats have always provided companionship and pest control. A lot of what we know about the ancient Egyptians' love for cats comes from their art, which is most cultures. In fact, one painting in the British Museum features a cat with a bird in its mouth and two other birds in its claws. One of the cat's eyes is embellished in gold leaf gilding and is the only known example of this in Theban tomb chapels. Obviously, art depicts things we like, and these folks had great taste. So, to put that into perspective, somebody's cat was depicted with gold. Yeah, no, that's eyes. fair. I want to know, were there any hieroglyphics of cats knocking shit off of tables. You would think so. Uh, there's no way they just started that. Like, that's what makes a cat. Absolutely. Is destroying your property. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to look into, which I know we're all obsessed with cats, but like, why? Why are people so obsessed with cats? The internet's obsessed with cats. I'm obsessed with cats. You're obsessed with cats. I'm Oprah. We're all obsessed with cats. So... Cats were never really domesticated quite like dogs, where they kind of chose to be our companions to work with us and everything. One theory is because they have infant-like features that we're attracted to. So like large eyes, big heads. They have a cry that resembles a baby cry. Uh, cats are pretty quiet by themselves. They don't really meow at each other. As many awful noises as a human child can make, I have never heard one make the same noise you know, as a cat. Honestly, that's been I disagreed on. with that statement as well, but I was like, I could see the little me. I guess, but like, imagine a human child making the noise that a cat makes when you step on its tail. Oh, that's awful. Yeah, that's that's nightmare fuel. That's pretty bad. I'm so sorry, guys. Nobody's coming back for episode two. Motherfuck. <laughs> so cats are manipulative little shits because they're like, hey, look, I'm a baby. Take care of me, meow. And then we do. But Because we're stupid. Because we're stupid. And cats know this. So cat videos are obviously are viral. They're the most popular things on the internet. The reason for that is that cat videos grab our attention fast because cats derp quickly. 
Yeah. So things like jumping and falling, being scared of a cucumber, riding on a Roomba, etc. It's quick. It catches your attention. It's it's meme-worthy. I guess that's fair. Yeah, there's a lot of cat memes. There are. And they're always doing something stupid. Yeah, they are. And it's quick. Like, it's they're always very fast clips. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, this is Shay, and I want to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy, Cookie with Shay. I make vegan eating easy and fun. Check it out on Pet Candy TV. I do remember there was one particular video. I made it by home screen. I, I home screened to a video on YouTube for about two solid years of this one cat jumping over a baby gate and not successfully jumping. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. It planks and then it yeah, falls. He just goes completely straight and stiff as a board and just flips over the side of the baby gate. Yes. <laughs> I know that one. So... As humans, we typically, we we innately want to be liked. And being liked by cats equals dopamine. But, you know, there is the old thing of toxoplasmosis, which makes us an excellent segue. Do-do-do-do-do-do. That's the segue song. We get a song? Yeah, just now. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Toxoplasma gondii is the parasite that causes toxoplasmosis. Toxoplasma gondii sexually reproduces exclusively in cats. So, uh, fun fact, samples were found in Egyptian mummies, bringing it back. Hmm. Yeah, right? So, like, ancient shit bacteria? Ancient shit bacteria. Amazing. Preserved 9,000 years later. That's dope. In 9,000 years, I want people to be like, Caitlin Palmer was a shit bacteria. Anyone who doesn't know, and you probably already know because cats, it can be shed in the cat's feces, which is the the oocytes. Those are the little nasty little critter things that come off of the, the toxoplasma. If a mouse ingests it, it invades their white blood cells, makes the rodent, which is already attracted to feline urine, oddly enough, uh, lowers their inhibition, so they're more likely to be caught and eaten. And then the cat eats the infected critter. It finishes that cycle. So it makes the rats not afraid of the cats. Isn't that weird? So I was like, like, what is this? Why biological this... warfare. Exactly. And the cats are at the top. See, this is what I'm talking about. That's some straight up like demonic possession type stuff. Well, fifth layer of hell, Clay. Yeah. You said it. But you can get it from other things. It's not just cat shit. You can pick it up from undercooked food, uncured meat, unpasteurized dairy, etc. I almost certainly have toxoplasmosis. Because your girl loves some sush. If nothing else, I think we got enough cats that we've been infected by their their horrible demonic energies. Okay, not even going to lie. When I was doing my research, my our sweet little cat flower, our little girl, was laying on me purring. And I'm like, you manipulative little bitch. And then she sneezed in your face. And then she sneezed in my face. And mm-hmm. it was precious. And I loved her. And I gave her a treat. So anyway, toxoplasmosis affects our brains. Yeah, no, that's making sense more and more as this kind of goes. Shut up, Clay. <laughs> According to Scientific American, the bug contains an enzyme that creates dopamine. Dopamine can correlate to risky or impulsive behavior, giving it the nickname of fatal feline attraction, which makes people, mice, other rodents, other vermin, we're not afraid of cats. 
So, like, even though, like, that's a predator. We're like, oh, Right, but it's a predator that's, like, one-tenth my size. Well, yeah, for us it makes less sense, but that's kind of scary when you think about, like, a little, little mushka. I guess that's fair. Right? There are studies that say toxoplasmosis may be linked to schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, but about a third of humans are infested and never know it, and it can resolve on its own. So, like, the crazy cat lady really has a scientific basis. So, allegedly. 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 So, I was like, well, what are the symptoms of toxoplasmosis? Some people don't have symptoms, but other people, they can have, like, flu-like symptoms, Unless you're pregnant. And then according to the pregnancybirthbaby.org, the risk of a miscarriage increases. That's why they tell pregnant people don't do the litter box. So it's rare to pass to a baby, according to that website. But if it does, it can cause serious trouble. So, I mean, better safe than sorry. We don't have children, but, you know, some people like babies. We like cats. We love cats. We're obsessed with cats. You're obsessed with cats. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with cats. That's why I chose this episode. So, (laughs) you know, it kind of brings to the question of, you know, the crazy cat lady, the stereotype of the middle-aged lady, and she's nutso, and she's got 25,000 cats in her house, and she's got cat shit up to her ankles, and it's disgusting. Yeah. Well, the psychology of the crazy cat lady, you know, quote-unquote syndrome, animal hoarding, it's actually very, very sad. Um, I kind of got on this little side tangent about animal hoarding, and it's it's really very sad. So if you are someone you know is, you know, possibly hoarding animals, and by hoarding animals, I mean you're not able to care for the animals you have. Right. Uh, yeah. There are some people that have entire farms full of animals, but they can obviously care for them. But they're cared for, yeah. sure. Some people, one cat's too many. Yeah. Yeah, so, some people, huh? but uh it's not so much the number of cats itself but the quality of their care so if you've got 15 cats but they're all up to date on their shots and they're getting flea medicine and stuff i mean hey there's a lady named lania and she owns the cat house on the kings in california which houses over a thousand cats there's cats everywhere i watched a few videos on it. Even Bondi Vet went out there. Shout out to my girls, Dr. Shins. But many of those cats are up for adoption. It's technically a cat sanctuary. She actually had this huge over 4,000 square foot home moved out of the house so the cats can have the house. And she moved into a trailer house on the property. That might be obsessed. (laughs) But it's actually really, really nice. It's a quote unquote, no cage, no kill sanctuary. And over the years, the shelter's housed over 21,000 cats. But it's really, like, it sounds kind of terrible and sad, but when you watch the interviews with her, she seems really cool. Like, she takes good care of them. Everybody's fed. She's got staff. It's clean. It just, it looks nice. I say, you would definitely need some help. Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh, man. And uh, came up with some, some fun facts, just for funsies. So, nowadays, even some dating sites will let you filter whether you're a cat or a dog person. That can be a contributing factor in someone's relationship even. But, you know, that's that's a good thing because when we first met, our first serious conversation was about my dog and how, like, don't ask me to choose between y'all because I choose my dog. <laughs> you also weren't a cat person. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. And we'll get in. Okay. So, I have this theory, and this is just a side note for everybody. It just takes a good cat. Just one good cat? Just one good cat. Who was the good cat? 
Because all of our cats are assholes. They are, but I love them so much. It was cornbread. You didn't know cornbread. Yeah, yeah, you told me about cornbread. I loved cornbread. This one's for you, Corny. <laughs> he was so cool. He was an orange cat, and he was outside, but he would. that was before my dad was over the road, and he would sit with dad, and dad would drink coffee, and dad's like, that's a cool cat. I don't like cats, but that's a cool cat. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It only takes one good cat, and you're, you're hooked. Also, probably Toxoplasma gondii. I mean, yeah, you know, eventually worked its magic on him. Eventually worked its magic on him. And you know what? We are willing participants. We'll be right back with more pet candy. parents. This is your favorite lifestyle guru, Renee Michelle, and I'm excited to tell you about my new show on pet candy. Join me and make some cute pet stuff. Talk about life and love and everything in between. Check out the Renee Michelle show on mypetcandy.com and let's have some fun. Uh, the oldest recorded cat in the world's name was Cream Puff. <laughs> Cream Puff sadly passed away back in 2005 at the ripe old age of 39. Holy shit. 39. Are they sure? Yes. Like, this is documented. Oh, my God. 39. His dad was Jake Perry, and Jake's former cat lived also to be in its 30s and was the previous world record. So I don't know what he's doing what kind of black magic he's working for his cats, but I want some. He's probably siphoning off his own life energies to the cats. How do I do that? Um, I think the cats will do it. Like, I think you just got to let it happen. Okay, I'm open to that. So the Vikings loved orange cats. Orange in specific. Orange in specific. They loved orange cats. When they would pillage the village, they'd be like, orange cats, cool. And then they'd go to other villages, and then there would be like more orange cats because cats fuck like rabbits. And then there would be more orange cats, and you can actually like track where the Vikings went by all the orange cats. Huh. Right? But why orange? Because they're cute. Okay, I guess. So cats and I have this other thing in common, and it's something a lot of my friends and I have in common. We spend about 70% of our lives sleeping. Yeah. Love to sleep. Yeah, you do a lot of that. I love to sleep snuggled up with the cats. Or even alone, just to sleep. I love sleeping because when I'm awake, my life is a nightmare. (laughs) But back to the fun. Cats walk like camels and giraffes. Cats have a very unique gait, which I didn't know this, and it's very strange. Cats, when they walk, will put both right feet first, followed by both left feet. So they move half of their body forward at once. The only other animals that we know of that do this are camels and giraffes. That's weird. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. Yeah. Now you're going to you're gonna watch your cats walk now. That's so strange. Because dogs strange. do like the opposite. Yeah, dogs just kind of herple derp around. <laughs> yeah, they just locomate. They just locomate. And like our dog Jelly is a bulldozer. She just goes. It doesn't matter if there's something in front of her. She's going. This is my favorite cat fact. Isaac Newton invented the cat door. Huh. Right? So when he was studying at Cambridge... The cats kept wanting to come in his room, so he kept having to get up and let the cats in, and then get back up and let the cats back out. Right, because they immediately want out as and soon as they're in. And then immediately they want out. So he actually had a carpenter come in and, and put holes in the doors so the cats could come in and out. 
And uh, they say that at that room, you can still today go and there's, the holes are still there. I've literally never heard anyone even kind of talk about that before. Me either. So now I have a soft spot for Sir Isaac Newton because before he was just the little fellow that the apple fell on. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do anything really. Yeah, uh, I mean, just, scientific. The first guy gra- to have an apple land on. Yeah, something about, I don't know, gravity or some shit. I don't know. But <laughs> cats, he invented the cat door. And how many little kitty lives has he changed? A fun related search I found was, does cat poop make you crazy? <laughs> and the short answer is... Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it sounds like it. Sounds like it does? Sounds I would say so. So instead of bat shit crazy, people are cat shit crazy. It's cat shit crazy, yes. We need shirts that say cat shit crazy. Uh, TM, TM, TM. TM, 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 TM. So, <laughs> in conclusion... While we are obsessed with cats, cats are not obsessed with us. And they never will be. No, a lot of times I think they don't really give a shit that I exist. They don't. They don't. Unless You I have am, canned food? Well, yeah, if you open canned food, of course. But if you have, like, a laptop or a book or something that you are trying to do, then then yes, the you are now the target priority of the cat. Right. That is, that is so true. Oh, my gosh. I can't tell you how many times I've been studying or reading or something in here. They come. They're like, here I come for pets. Hated you three minutes ago. But now, now you have a keyboard in front of you. Now you have a keyboard in front and of I'd you. And I'd love to step on that. I'd love to step on that. Like, step on me, though. Clay loves cats, too. Don't let him lie to you, though. Like, he really does. Clay loves cats. I do, but I'm I'm not under the illusions that they're anything except Malevolent little gargoyles. Yeah, malevolent little gargoyles is probably the best terminology for cats. It's true. Malevolent little gargoyles from the fifth layers of hell that we would literally die for. We don't have a choice anymore. We don't. They've seized control. They've seized control. So anyway, tell your cats we love them. We'll be right back with more Pet Candy. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Thanks for being with us today. Let us know what you are currently obsessed with. And maybe we'll talk about it next week. Sometimes it's okay to be a little obsessed, which is good because we're obsessed with you. Pet Candy, it's Pet Candy Radio.